0: Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of Uppercut. Um, we're going to be reacting to that just insane UFC 278 card. I'm here with Mikey and Jeff as always. Starting out, we're just going to get into it right away. Leon Edwards, he did the impossible. We ta- we're we going to be talking about that Kamaru Usman loss that we were talking about before. You know, uh, Absolutely crazy. I didn't see it coming. I don't think it's too much to say that it was the most shocking moment in UFC history. Do you guys agree with that?
1: yeah at least one of the most shocking moments dude that was fucking dude my mind was blown I literally thought it was a fever dream I did not think it was actually (laughs) happening honestly
0: I agree I was like (laughs) I was like shaking I, I was like did that actually just happen I was screaming and jumping up and down it was almost just like a microcosm of what's been going on with Kamaru going into this um it seems like he had just a lack of focus for a little bit um you know, that's what happens sometimes when you're so dominant, you kind of lose sight. He had been talking about fighting at 205, fighting Canelo, stuff like that. Maybe he didn't take Leon as seriously, even though let's not get it twisted. He absolutely dominated Leon for four rounds and was about 56 seconds away from become, from defending his title when Leon pulled out just an absolutely filthy head kick. And I think it was like the way that he went down, like the way that he got knocked out. The fact that he got knocked out, the timing that he got knocked out, it was just all so shocking. Jeff, what did you take away from this fight? Yeah,
1: that was fucking nuts. I mean, other than the one fucking takedown, Usman's first time ever getting taken down, dude, Usman was fucking dominating. He was just riding it out, and then he he absolutely got smacked with a fucking club in the side of the head with that head kick, dude.
0: He was That out. shit
1: was filthy.
0: It was. Dude, yeah. I yeah.
1: really thought this was going to be like no fucking, like, no shot. I thought Usman was taking this easily. Dude, I was talking all this shit last episode about how yeah. Usman was going in there. Fucking, oh my God, all this big shit. And dude, that was it
0: ridiculous. was. The CEO of EPO has been dethroned. Um, yeah, absolutely. I haven't crazy.
1: stopped listening to Central C since. <laughs> it's all. It's just been UK rap now. I they
0: won. They deserve <laughs> they, it. They
1: might as well won the revolution at this point, dude.
0: <laughs> might as well have. Um, he took Usman. He did, Mikey. I noticed a fair amount of cheating on both sides. Mostly, it was mostly Usman. He he was pulling the gloves. He was grabbing the cage, and he faked a nut shot and an eye poke. The nut shot was on the belt line. The eye poke missed and hit right here. Leon, for his part, grabbed the fence a couple of times and got reversed. And it ended up um, actually helping him out, I think, when Herb made them get back into position and uh, reset their posture. But Mikey, did you notice any of that cheating going on? And what did you think about that?
2: Yeah, like you said, I didn't really know what to think of it, though, because it was definitely both-sided. They they yeah. both were grabbing on that cage like a motherfucker. I was surprised to see that from two such high-level guys. It was kind of weird, and you kept having to stop yeah. them, which made it even weirder. We definitely saw the Cannoneer-Izzy effect for the first four rounds. I mean, Leon didn't even look like he wanted to be there for four yeah. rounds. Like He just looked scared like a deer in headlights. Yeah. I mean, and we probably got the best fucking – Try got get the best quote from an announcer of all time, the UFC (laughs) UFC from that fight. What was – it was uh, John Anik. He said, this is not the cloth from which he is cut. And right after he said cut, yeah, talking about Leon not being able to finish him in the last minute. As soon as he got finished saying cut, he dropped and knocked his lights out.
0: He was talking – I think the context was um, Joe Rogan had just said um, it seems like Leon is going to be comfortable with a – decision loss that'll be a moral victory from him and then John Annick was like that's just kind of strange it's not the cloth from what he's been cut and then he just completely gets rid of what Joe Rogan was saying yeah this is just a shot this was the most shocking thing I've ever seen um, probably the most shocking moment in UFC history I'm like still surprised it even happened I mean it couldn't have happened to a better guy too in terms of Leon deserves this um, you know as much as he got lucky he had been you know, booed in his home stadium once he beat some, like, Norwegian guy. Um, he had to get, win 10 straight fights just to be there. He had been through so much adversity. He's not a very loud talker. It's hard for him to kind of sell pay-per-views because he's very just ca- kind of quiet and down-to-earth. I'm hoping now that this gives him a lot of confidence, you know, and makes him, you know, want to be a champion. I'm, I'm sure they're going to run it back for a trilogy. Is that what you guys think is going to happen?
1: Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, 100%. I mean. It- there is a chance that, man, yeah, I think Usman wants the rematch no matter the, the, what. He wants it back.
0: The yeah.
2: timeline won't line up right for him to fight Hamzat first, I don't think.
0: No, I don't think so. There, I heard – I think there, there's a potential trilogy fight in England, but don't quote me on that. That's why, that's why I heard um, – Yeah, I were
1: Wembley about. apparently. Yeah, Wembley mm-hmm.
0: would be absolutely fucking nuts. I'm sure yeah. – I don't know if they could get Patty on that. Probably not. But that'd be a lot. He
1: hasn't been booked yet. That might be the reason why.
0: Because they oh. already booked Molly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely insane. But yeah, so let's go back a little bit. We're going to go back and we're just going to go through um, the card as a whole. Honestly, this was a dog shit card. This was a terrible pay-per-view up until then. I think like a, it was like a C plus, a D it was
2: weird it was a roller coaster it had its up and downs all night
0: yeah i think it was a really like it like it started off strong the pay-per-view aspect of it i'm talking not like oh yeah yeah the card itself was pretty good the pay-per-view was terrible and we'll get into that later obviously i don't think we should do they should do any more altitude fighting because holy shit that was really affecting everyone's stamina everyone looked completely exhausted it was pretty hard to watch um and uh, and some of the fights we'll get into later like it was just pretty rough so just a quick little speed run here victor altamirano uh ko'd daniel da silva daniel da silva um actually hit he came out and he hit victor with some good shots and then victor just got him down and gave him some of the most vicious ground and pound elbow elbows you're gonna see completely beat the shit out of him that was quickly in round one do you guys have any outstanding thoughts on this one no all right. And then, uh, going through our versus Jay Perrin. Um, it went to decision, pretty good fight. Each fighter had some, picked some good shots. Um, you know, I, I was fine with that decision. I'm sure. So I know some people were against it, but I thought it was like, it was like an iffy decision. I don't know if it should have been maybe, maybe a split decision would have been better or maybe giving it to Jay Perrin, but I was fine with giving it to Arrow or however you say his name. Did you guys disagree with that decision? No, nah, I didn't. Yeah, you yeah, you agreed. Mikey, I saw you shake your head a little bit. Did you disagree with that one? Or
2: yeah, I think Pan got I mean, it wasn't like you said, it could have went either way. I think he edged him out though. I think there's a bit of a robbery going on. He had yeah. the only takedowns of the fight landed and a couple more strikes, but maybe Q Lang just landed the right shots at the right time, I think.
0: Yeah. They both landed some pretty good shots. I I it was a, it was actually a pretty good fight. I was into that. Both these the first two fights were real good. Next fight was a very quick one. Um, Amir Albazi versus Francisco Figueiredo. Amir Ab- Abaz- Albazi took Figueiredo's back and just uh, submitted him with a rear naked choke. Figueiredo looked pretty sharp in the beginning, landed some nice shots, and then just got his back taken ultimately. And uh, yeah, it was just quick little submission. Nothing too major on this one. Next one, this one was actually a pretty fun, the first two rounds, were absolute bang rounds, and then the last round sucked. Both these guys gassed really hard. Uh, A.J. Fletcher versus Ang Lusa. A.J. Fletcher, like, he was going for that finish in the second round, and he completely gassed himself. I, I thought that they might have been able to stop it, but it was either way, you know, an okay, like, no stoppage. And Lusa was able to take him down and then, you know, um, just slowly pick him apart and hit him with the better shots. A.J. Fletcher completely gassed. Lusa gas as well, but not, not to the level of Fletcher. Did you guys enjoy this fight? Did you notice them gassing? Yeah, yeah. this have...
1: fight was fucking ridiculous. It dude. was a lot of fun. <laughs> that fucking second round, you could literally, you could have stopped it for each of the fighters. Yeah. There's like a one minute period where both of them could have got TKO, fucking lost and win. It was ridiculous, dude. Yeah, completely. it was such a fucking roller coaster. And then really AJ looks. Fletcher, dude, he fucking just—he looked fucking dead. And yeah, fucking Lusa just had a little bit more in him, and <laughs> and just rode it out a little bit fucking longer.
0: Yeah, no, he looked completely dead. Um, and yeah, that's a really good point of what you're saying. It just like he just rode it out a tad bit longer because he was dead also. But Fletcher looked looked real real tired. Uh, Mikey, did you enjoy this fight?
2: Yeah, I think that was one of the most impressive displays like I've seen of being able to eat shots from Lusa without getting a finish. Like yeah. in a long time, I remember. I mean, he was getting fucking pummeled. I mean, he was yeah. seeing triples for sure. Oh, for sure. He was stumbling fucking it, I couldn't believe he ate on shots and there's no finish. That was sure. really impressive. But then to come back after he dominated the first round and kinda get his way to third and win. Jesus Christ, he earned that one.
0: He did earn that one for sure. The next fight is where it started to go downhill. Um, (laughs) We saw the first, the next fight, Sean Woodson versus Luis Saldana. This was a fucking weird fight. Luis Saldana first nukes Woodson with a jab and, you know, puts him out and then decides that it's over without doing any finishing shots and like runs up like he won. And then they're like, wait, he didn't win. Like he's still awake. So then he comes back and then he hits, uh, he catches woodson again and then in order to go for to put him out he does an illegal knee like head knee that was a very illegal head knee and then hops on the top of the cage like he won again and then little does he know that that was an illegal strike um they take a point from him and then later on in the fight sean woodson breaks out what's called a buggy choke which is the weirdest (laughs) i've never seen that in my life it was the weirdest fucking move there was limbs and arms everywhere i've never seen anything like it And the match ended in a draw. It really wasn't that interesting after the first round and that weird buggy choke. I didn't really like this fight. Uh, Jeff, did you like this fight?
1: Yeah, this fight was honestly pretty fucking interesting. Woodson's fucking grappling was pretty sweet, dude. Yeah. And that first round was fucking so redonkulous.
0: It was. First round was super interesting.
1: That was so fucking ridiculous, that whole fucking sequence of events and it's just <laughs> the fact that it ended in a draw so <laughs> that whole fucking illegal knee sequence just cost <laughs> it more knew. It, it's so fucking just a funky fight and the buggy choke dude i was on my feet fucking praying that he got the buggy choke that would finished. have been so, sick. Would that that be- been so
0: fucking sweet dude yeah that was insane uh Mikey, how do you think Woodson was able to stand up after taking that illegal of a knee to the dome? Because he got nuked.
2: I have no idea. He's a frail frame, too, boy. God damn. He has no
0: torso. He was all legs. He (laughs) built like a flamingo. He was so weird looking.
2: (laughs) was, in my favorite part of the whole of the fight wasn't even the fight. It was the fact that they had Mike Beltran mic'd up, and yeah. you hear him yelling at Staldana. He's like, "Get over here! Get over here! No more of that shit! No more high and low blows! What the fuck!"
0: <laughs> <He's> like, you <laughs> hear him cursing. Awesome. I love Beltran. I didn't know he spoke Spanish too, which was he was. Um, yeah,
1: he I breaks think, it out all the time.
0: He does. He broke it out to some Brazilian fighter who obviously was speaking Portuguese. I think it might have been Costa. I yeah. Think he, he was telling someone in Spanish to like move over, but he clear, I mean, Portuguese can, they can often understand Spanish, but it was just funny. It was speaking to him in the complete wrong language. And then, yeah, so that, that wraps up that fight pretty well. It was a unanimous decision, or sorry, a draw next fight. However, Leonardo Santos versus Jared Gordon. Talk about a fucking snooze fest. Leandro Santos I'm, is done. I think he, I don't think he has any more knees. He just really didn't do anything that interesting. Jeff, Jared Gordon looked pretty good. He just, you know. It just wasn't that interesting. A lot of, uh, you know, a little. There's a couple of interesting um, combinations thrown and some, you know, tight strikes and stuff like that and some good takedowns. But really, Leonardo Santos, I think he's really old. He's like what 42, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Probably on his way out. Uh, Gordon grabbed this one very easily by unanimous decision. Jeff, did you like this fight or did you think it was boring like I did?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty much just a fucking one handed beat down snooze fest.
0: Yeah, I was not interested in it. Mikey, were you bored as well? Bored as shit. The only thing I took away from this fight that had nothing even
2: to do with the fight was, dude, Brazil must dude, they must have the fountain of youth. That motherfucker did not look 42 They're Like <laughs> in the face. I was I like, holy shit <laughs> when that, it showed his age, I couldn't fucking believe it.
0: Yeah, and then uh Anik had another classic just off like just unnecessary um fact. You know, like he's famous for saying, like, and both of these fighters have been in custody battles throughout the year. Um, this one, he he goes, and the last time Jared Gordon overdosed was in 2015. So he just put that one out there, which is a real solid tidbit. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, and then the next fight, the boy did it somehow. I don't know how, because I don't know if he should have won it. But um, Marcin Tabora beat Alexander Romanov via split decision. Some may say he had it coming to him because he left Jeff on red. But, you know... Uh, we, were, we were trying to have Romanov on, on, and he wasn't too interested in that. But Jeff, how did you feel about this one? Because I know you were pulling for your boy Romanov, but the, the countryman took it from him.
1: Yeah, honestly, I think this one should have been a fucking draw.
0: Yeah, this I agree. Kind of
1: some bullshit. How was that not a fucking 10 8
0: the first round? It, the first round should have been How? I don't know. The ground and pound almost got a stoppage from it. I don't know did how Taburi it was. Tabori even land a strike? No, he didn't. I, he landed zero strikes in the first round. I don't know how it was ten eight. Mikey, do you know?
2: I have no clue. I was wondering the same exact thing. I thought they were going to do split decision for Romano, of like you guys said after the first round, yeah. maybe a draw. I don't. They don't like to do the draws. I mean, they have the past couple of weeks, but not normally. So I figured a split decision. It that was just fucking weird.
0: Yeah, it was just a weird. I mean, it wasn't a weird fight. It was. It was a. I mean, it was an okay fight. Pretty another snooze fest, to be honest, but. um the boy got it done, and that's all that really matters. Go Poland. The next one, Tyson Pedro versus Henry Hunsucker. When Hunsucker was walking out, I saw his entrance. I heard – I saw he looked pretty lean and mean. I heard his backstory. I figured I'd put some some cash on him because he was the biggest underdog, and he gets hit with a pretty deadly combo, ending with a body kick. I believe it started with a jab that, you know, shook him a bit and then ended with a snipe body kick, and he went down in a minute and five seconds. And, uh yeah. Jeff, how do you feel about Tyson Pedro? He's like an absolute killer, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I fuck with the fucking Aussie. (laughs) The Aussie. Dude, he's fucking, dude, he's so fucking dirty, dude. (laughs) That fucking, I mean, he's been fighting some bums, but he's been putting on, dude. Yeah. (laughs) A heavyweight city kickboxer, I mean, that's just interesting in itself. Dude, that motherfucker really got to finish with a, Front body kick. You rarely see that. You just do. Just like a straight up and down front body kick to the fucking stomach right after that mean ass jab. Yep. Dude, he's something
2: special.
0: Do you think, Mikey, you think Tyson Pedro is something special?
2: Yeah, I like Tyson Pedro. I mean, this was my lock of the night for sure. Like Tyson Pedro finishing in the distance, like that would have been, you'd have been safe to put 10 grand just to win like 500 off that because. Hunsucker is known for that weak chin and Pedro. There's fucking absolute bombs and me just followed
0: suit. Yeah. I didn't know enough about him to, uh, I should have listened to you. I would have, I would have (laughs) saved some money. I did not, you know, like we, I, I didn't predict anything, but I did talk about hoping that Leon and Marcin Tabora would win. So that felt nice, but I didn't, I didn't win that much money because I had Leon winning by decision. i never saw, I never, never in a million years saw that KO coming. Um, dude, my fucking picks on here have been god-awful. Dude, <laughs> if y'all look at my fucking verdict,
1: it might be the worst verdict in planet Earth, dude. <laughs> I might as well stop predicting fights, dude. It's so crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah, keep, it, keep it up, keep predicting, and just we'll have everyone fade, and I think, I think that's yeah, a good system. Uh,
1: I might be fucking cursed at this point, dude. It's bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, These Dude, absolute I took,
1: definite locks that I put out here are fucking healing.
2: <laughs> Dude, I took fucking Leon, but then I lost Palakosa not within the distance. I, I could not fucking
0: believe that either. We'll get to that, yeah, but that, I could not we'll believe We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Next fight, Wu Yan Yan, Yan versus Lucy Pudilova. This was supposed to be a snooze fest, but it actually was a pretty interesting fight. I liked it. Putulova, um was able to... to uh, ground and pound Wu into uh, KO. It was a nice little ground and pound. She did some good grappling. She looked she looked much sharper than her first time around in, in the UFC. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good fight. They had a pretty good exchange, and I was I was happy with it. Jeff, did you enjoy this fight?
1: Yeah, I I actually really did enjoy this fight. I wasn't really expecting much, but dude, those fucking bows from Pudelovo were fucking ridiculous.
0: Those were sharp. That's,
1: yeah. yeah, that fight was pretty
0: sweet yeah i agree uh mike you agree with all of us
2: mm-hmm. yeah there's that was one of the craziest fucking onslaught of elbows i've ever seen that had to have been like she hasn't been creeping up on 20 in a row <laughs> it
0: was just yeah. left
2: elbow right elbow, left elbow right elbow. Yeah.
0: there was a lot there is a lot of um elbow finishes in this one but but yeah no i was real i i was, I was real happy with this fight the next fight though this one sucks, dude first off I think it just goes to say, fuck Aljamain Sterling, because he just, he he made Marab fight his type of fight, which is just a boring, grappling-heavy fight. Do you guys think Marab should have won this? Like, all he did was just knee uh, Aldo in the knee. I don't think he was doing anything too significant. And all he did was pin him against the the, uh, cage because... Aldo kept taking or kept defending his takedowns. I think he was zero for sixteen on takedowns. I like this fight was just so boring. I mean, I don't know why Aldo thought he won. Like he he acted at the end as if he expected to get that. Like he didn't do anything. He didn't throw any strikes when he had the opportunity to. I mean, he threw a little bit and he had some good leg kicks, but he really didn't throw anything too crazy. Uh, Jeff, how did you feel about this fight?
1: Yeah, it was an absolute complete fucking snooze fest. I mean, but, I mean, the whole point of grappling is to not let, not, like, just dictate what your opponent's doing. So, I mean, if your opponent, it's pretty much just defense in any other sport. So, I mean, if you're not allowing your opponent to do shit, then, I mean, the grappling's working and you're controlling. So, I could see how Marab won. And also, Jose Aldo, you have to, you have to throw bows or something while he's doing that shit or at least foot stomping and shit. Trying to get out of that. And instead of just defending the takedown, you gotta defend the fucking the control grappling against the cage. If you look at the best UFC fighters, most of them have the, just great grappling against the cage.
0: Yeah. I mean that's very fair. I, I underst like I didn't think I obviously didn't think Aldo won. I just didn't think it was like I don't know what I thought. I just didn't see how Murat could consider this like a solid win, when all he did was fail at his takedowns too. But yeah, I, I I agree with what you everything you said, Jeff. You're right. Like he had to throw, Aldo had to throw some offense. He wasn't throwing any strikes. He was in position to throw knees, elbows, uh, at least like just make it more difficult for Murab. Um His takedown defense was awesome though, but that was about it. Mikey, how did you feel about this fight? I'm with Jeff, and i tell you one thing. I fucking can't stand
2: when guys like Aldo, like not him in general, but specifically in this fight, when they look at the ref and shrug their shoulders and like act like okay. Rob's not doing anything. And then uh, the whole fucking crowd's booing. And I get it because they're paying money for a ticket, but you don't have an answer for it. Like you had no answer for what he was doing. Like you're shrugging your shoulders and like rolling your eyes like he's fucking like he's not doing his job. You. How many times did he pin him against the cage? You didn't have an answer once. True. I mean he, he didn't have a like he didn't have any kind of like Jeff said, an elbow, a knee. He didn't have a response for one. Yeah. And then you're gonna act like this dude's a fucking bum. Like that's how he was acting. Like I don't yeah. I just don't get that.
0: I just hate the style of like it's just boring. I would rather watch Yeah. Strikes, it wasn't it just,
2: exciting to watch at all.
0: No, it's not exciting to watch. And um, but yeah, I mean it's a it gets the job done. I mean, he like you said, he just he didn't get hurt and he didn't really inflict any punishment, but he just you know it just it sucked. It was a shitty fight. Next fight, I've heard been described as the best worst fight ever, and I think that's pretty accurate. This was like it was definitely the weirdest fight I've ever seen. I think like it was just it was it was an awesome fight. Luke Rockhold versus Paulo Costa. Luke Rockhold thirty seconds in fully gases himself. Um, he's I'm, I'm talking hands on the knees. Like in the middle of the fight, hands on the two hands on the knees, um, hands down, just full like breathing hard after the rounds. He's getting like carried over to his corner. He's not answering anyone. He's not listening. He's completely dead. Yet somehow he manages to throw a three sixty roundhouse kick. He manages to stun Costa with some bombs, and he manages to keep throwing roundhouse kicks to the stomach that are landing and inflicting punishment. And then. He promptly retires and he, he says, I'm just fucking old man, which I think wrapped it up pretty perfectly. This was just an, a crazy fight. Jeff, how did you feel about this fight?
1: Yeah, this was fucking nutty, dude. I don't even know what to even say about this fight. I yeah. mean, it it was the perfect exit for Luke Rockhold, too. because Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was something that you love to watch. But fucking, it was weird as fuck. Just like Luke Rockhold, dude, all his fucking career, dude. It was so nutty. Just every part about it, Luke Rockhold throwing the fucking crazy counter-strikes. I mean, him staying in there and being that fucking tough and fucking causing his opponent to have to switch up what they completely are known for. I mean, it's just crazy, dude. (laughs) <laughs> and then rubbing the fucking blood all over, oh, yeah. all right at the head, dude. Yeah. That was absolutely fucking phenomenal, dude. It was. I, I was so fucking honestly. I was happy with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was happy with it on Rockhold's end. Um, Mikey, how did you? Were you happy with this as well?
2: Yeah, it was a good send off for a fucking a legend too. Did you guys see? Fucking Jake Paul said to Harry Hawani that he wasn't. Yeah. Says that Lee Rocco wasn't a legend. Like, dude, that dude fought fucking Weidman, Doyota Machida, Yo Armero. Dude, He had a long, long, good career. To say that guy isn't a legend, he's been around since like 2008. It was a good send-off for him.
0: Yeah, Jake Paul's just trying to, you know, he's trying to be a, a heel, and he's trying to get, you know, uh, people to watch his fights because no one buys his pay-per-views anymore, and his fights keep getting canceled. Um, he's a complete yeah. bomb. I think yeah, he, and he held
2: up in his last fight. I think everyone, their mom, put at least a couple dollars on Paulo Costa to finish at some point.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, that was the biggest thing is that Rockhold even went the distance. That was a win for itself. Um, I just want to talk about Paulo Costa for a second. I think this hurt him. Like, how were you how was he unable to finish Rockhold? because Rockhold had both hands on his knees. And was gassed, and also was getting hurt by every strike that Costa threw. I think this really, in my opinion, hurt Costa. Like I am not a a big fan of him anymore. I, not that I ever, I didn't really know him that well, but I just like I was not impressed with his performance. He had a really difficult time. Like he obviously just completely manhandled him, but he wasn't able to get the job done. And he had plenty of opportunities to, and he should have won by KO. And I think he could have. It almost looked like Rockhold wanted to stop, like. He, every time he hit him in the face, he grimaced and like turned away and almost like stopped. It should have been really easy for him to get a KO, which obviously is easy for me to say from the comfort of my couch, but Costa looked pretty gassed too. And he was getting touched up. I don't know. I, I just, I really wasn't a fan of Costa's performance. I thought this was all obviously an insane Luke Rockhold performance because of how weird it was, but. Uh, Jeff, do you think this hurt Paolo Costa's stock, or do you think it increased it? What do you think?
1: Actually, I don't think it hurts Paolo Costa at all. He yeah. fucking, he outgrappled Luke Rockhold, which is no small fucking feat. Luke Rockhold is a fucking black belt, and dude, if you look back at some of his fucking finishes, they are fucking dirty. Yeah, he's no he's no slouch on the fucking grappling at all. And for Paulo Costa, who's not known to fucking grapple at all and to absolutely control a mall fight, I mean, you can't take that from him.
0: That's fair. That's and a he very won.
1: Negative. I mean, I don't know yeah, how there's a negative for him.
0: I just, I thought that he should have finished the job. Mikey, do you, do you agree with Jeff?
2: Uh, I'm kind of, I'm between both here. I don't know. I agree because I don't think it was what he was probably looking for headed into the fight. He probably wanted a you know, out of the night, some kind of night yeah. bonus to get back into it. Because who did he just lose to before this? Vittori? Yep, I think he lost to Vittori, Then obviously he got fucking crossed by Izzy. I don't know if this was the performance he wanted to try to get back in the mix, but you never know how they pan it out either. They might. Also, throw him at, this might have been enough.
1: Also, it's the last fight on his contract, so
2: yeah. Who it's knows like if he's going he to even box.
1: does? I mean, Bellator also more lenient on the. Testing. I mean, I can definitely see him going somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to box. Is what I've heard. It sounds like he really likes the idea of boxing. Um, but yeah, Jake I also, Paul. Fucking, I I would hope he does that and kicks the shit out Jake Paul. That'd be better than what.
2: What do you guys think about the same scenario from Rob? Did he, did he gain? Did he lose?
0: Um, I mean, he beat just,
2: Aldo. Like you guys said, it wasn't the most impressive, but he beat Aldo. Where, like, where does he go from here?
0: I mean,
1: no matter what with the W, I feel like you did I feel like there's not really a loss that you really drop down. So, I mean, no matter what, for that style, stylistically, it's going to be a slow climb no matter how you fucking cut it, no matter if you're friends with the fucking champ or not. It's going to be a slow climb. So, I mean, I think they give him something hard, probably someone ranked below him or give him Cheeto, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of – I don't know if they'll give him Cheeto. I don't know what will happen. I don't know where he's going. I could see him – I could see him even dropping a flyweight maybe. That might be because he doesn't want to fight Aljo. I don't know. What I do know or what I do like is Aldo versus Dominic Cruz in Brazil. I think that would be an awesome fight. Yeah. I have heard that one out there. I think that would be – a a really, really good fight, a much more interesting fight. Um, yeah, Mirab is interesting because, like, that wasn't the most entertaining win, and I can't imagine Dana was very pleased with it. So maybe, I don't know, obviously he shouldn't be punished for that because he did, like, he did what he was supposed to do. He just does what, that that's what the type of, that's what they do. They just, they have these boring grappling fights. It's just not that interesting, but yeah, I could see him. I don't know. I don't know where he goes, but I, I, he obviously he said in his post fight interview that he's not going to be touching El Joe, so I think that kind of boxes him in with what he can do in terms of in this division. I hope they find something for him though, and he we see a person that actually like makes him have a stand up game or something like that because I'd really like to see him do that. Or maybe you think they give him Piotr young or something like that if he wins, or what do you think?
2: I know if I'm Cheeto or Sugar Sean or some big name and they just happen to want to throw Marab in just for, just thinking he's a stepping stone for one of them. I'd be a little fucking worried.
0: I'd be worried about that. I know too. that. Especially if I'm like Sugar Sean, I don't think he would do very well with uh Rob. I think, I think Cheeto maybe might be able to pick him apart a little bit better, but I, I agree. Like Marab no stepping stone at all. He can just do what he does best and get the, get the wins via he's like accumulating points. Like, even though those knee strikes aren't hurting anything, when you're not throwing strikes back, he's still – he's accumulating points and he can beat you via decision. I like – I would, I, I think I would like to see him fight Peter Jan, but I don't know. Jeff?
1: Yeah, I mean, though the style is fucking boring, the two – I mean, two of the greatest fighters you can ever think of, fucking Khabib and GSP, both fucking wrestlers. Both were pretty much point wrestlers fucking i mean it it wins it wins there's nothing you can do
0: yeah. about it it was yeah it's like the, like if you don't like it stop it because you can't like it it wins you have to stop it if you don't like it so yeah that's gonna um wrap it up for us here at uppercut thank you guys for coming on and yeah that was a fucking amazing card we might take a little bit of a break because there's no card coming up this weekend but we will be back soon with another review preview episode so stay tuned that. For-